Teen Time Present Podcast on Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast on Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. These days we have smartphones, smart TVs, and goodness knows how many other smart items in our lives. But what about a smart carpet? That is what researchers in the UK are attempting to design. The scientists at the University of Manchester are hoping to weave pressure and temperature sensors into a carpet so that the carpet can sense who or what is walking over it. Although this might sound pretty useless, the idea is that the smart carpet could identify the walking styles of different people in the home, and if that's changed, then it could start an alarm. The main use for this would be to deter thieves from breaking into a house, but also for the elderly who might slip and fall and then not be able to call for help. In this instance, the smart carpet could even call for an ambulance. Of course, this would only work for countries that use carpets. Here in Hong Kong, where few of us have carpets, we'd have to think of another sort of system. In many science fiction books, TV series, or movies about future space travel, the spacecraft are often powered by matter-antimatter reactors that enable the craft to travel huge distances extremely fast. But will this ever be possible? In a new report by the U.S. space agency NASA, scientists are claiming that a future spaceship powered by antimatter could indeed happen before the end of this century. The problem is that at the moment, this sort of technology is still only in the imagination of scientists, and nothing has been developed so far that could realize such dreams. But that is the whole essence of science: that although we might have an aim for what we want to develop, we might have no idea what amazing things we will create in the years ahead. So, for the moment, we can certainly dream of an antimatter-powered spaceship to the stars before the end of this century, even though most of us will probably not be around when it actually happens. One of the cruelest diseases that affects older people is Alzheimer's disease. This is the condition that makes the memory functions of the brain deteriorate in unpredictable ways, and can make sufferers from Alzheimer's not even recognize people they have known for years. The cause of the disease is still unknown, but new research has suggested that there could be some link to diet. There are connections between diabetes and Alzheimer's, and possible links between excessive sugar intake and the disease too. This is still very early days of research, and the links between Alzheimer's and other conditions is still unproven. But any help in early diagnosis and treatment of the disease would be a huge step forward. It's a fact that in almost all countries, young people who have just passed their driving test are far more likely to have an accident than older drivers. 
Of course, they don't have the same experience as older people, but their reactions should be quicker, and their ability to learn should be better than older people too. So, is it just about a lack of experience? Perhaps, but new research also shows that younger people are more likely to take risks on the road, which is certainly not a good idea. And if you are a young driver and have your friends in the car with you, then you are more likely to want to show off than older drivers too. Maybe it is obvious that experience does make people better drivers, even if the reflexes of older drivers are not as sharp. If you like chocolate, and I do, then there's a bigger incentive to enjoy it in the UK at the moment. The Nestle company has embedded GPS chips into the wrappers of just six individual candy bars, and when activated by someone opening the wrapper, a team from the chocolate company will track down the person and give them a big cash prize. It is a very clever marketing exercise, similar to one used in the Willy Wonka book and film. But the company is hoping to increase awareness and sales of its new chocolate products, and thinks that this is the way to do it. The bad news, though, is that these candy bars are particularly unlikely to end up in Hong Kong. But at least that is better news for our teeth and our waistlines. And that's it for the Teen Time Science blog for another week. I'm Neil Chase. I'll be back again next week with more from the science world. <laughs>